How you doing, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is the first episode of Setting It Straight. I'm your host, Dudley Stubbs, and we're going to go right into it. This particular episode, I'm calling it Changing Your Narrative. I say that because in order to change the narrative, you need to change your narrative. You see, people... You're protesting, they're marching, everybody's speaking out, painting on roads and all that. But nobody's looking at one of the roots of all of this. The narrative. Narratives gives way to agendas. Remember that. Let me give you an example. And I'm going to go, in this example, I'm actually going to go from one end to the other. One of the main proponents of the agenda and the narrative at the same time are commercial ads. Here's an example for you. How commercial ads show Nubian women. One end of the spectrum, I've seen a commercial for kidney.ca where a bunch of school kids are trying to describe what they think a kidney is or its function or whatever. And the one Nubian child who they tried to make as mixed as possible with the Chinese looking eyes and the unkept hair and this is the narrative they're trying to portray as to how or who black children are is ones that run around with their hair not combed properly they're not done up and everything is okay she says i don't know what a kidney is and at the end you just see her standing there in front of the class and everybody's just staring at her right Yet, the one article that talks about that commercial is trying to bring up about the math equations on the blackboard in the background, how they're, they're, not, they're not proper, they're not equal, and they're wrong. But it's okay that the black child don't know anything. Okay. So, see, that's the narrative, is that black children are unintelligent. Okay? Especially black women. Let's go, let's go to the other end of the spectrum because this is a little child. Now let's go to a grown woman. Look at the commercial for Noom. The one black girl in the commercial, what does she say? I can't believe how much smarter this made me. You know, it's just the simple things. So, further on to say that she will always be unintelligent. And then to make it worse is that they now show TV commercials showing black women with white men. So not only are they trying to show the narrative that Nubian women are unintelligent, but they're also trying to show that their only choice is to be with them. Yet whenever they show a Nubian man, most of the time he's by himself. Once in a while they'll show him with a white woman and 
that used to be the proud the 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 the, the premise, but because that's been going on for so long, that's kind of like almost the norm to them. So now to further the agenda, and to and the agenda is to break up the black family unit. That is the agenda. How you do it? Put the black woman with the white man. Keep showing that commercials. It went from TV commercials to cartoons to sitcoms to movies. Just to show you, I'm talking about a narrative and an agenda. When you have, when you have a cause. When you have uh, something close to your heart that you want to try and bring awareness to. This is where another part of the narrative comes into play. And this is where I've talked about where you need to change your narrative. Here's what I'm talking about here. I myself, as you know, as of recently started looking more into um, mental health of Nubian brothers. And so, yes, I want to try and create something out of this, whether it's an organization, whether it's a non-profit, whether it's a fund, foundation, whatever. The thing is, is what I say, what it is about, and how I say it. That's the key is how you say it so after what i've seen so far and yeah people say yeah don't watch the media it tells all lies but i'm not listening to what they're saying i'm listening to how they're saying it i'm also looking at the images in which they're putting up in order to get their point across this is all narrative okay so, I look at, for instance, my friend's supposed march. He was supposed to do a march for Regis. And by the time the march began, the police showed up and other organizations showed up. And the march turned into a protest. And it was no longer with my friend's organization. It's Black Lives Matter and not another black life. A group I've never heard of before until just that day. So I'm just like, all right, something's going on. And then when you hear the police chief... When you hear the prime minister, when you hear other politicians and other um, leader types mention the term Black Lives Matter, that turns everything into a different arena altogether. So is this like with my cause? Once I say Black Lives Matter, my cause is now attached to Black Lives Matter. And so what happens is my cause gets overshadowed. 
because I said Black Lives Matter and that's the only focus now. So I don't say that. I don't say that in conversations. I don't say that in whatever cause. I don't say that when I'm writing my rhymes. No, I don't do that. Don't say that at all. Another word I don't like to say, or I don't say, I should say, anti-black racism. The first time I heard that word, straight up, I was furious. Like, I literally wanted to break the TV. Because now they've clearly trying to make us less than who we are. Because to say anti-black racism is trying to say that there are other forms of racism. So go back to the march, anti-black and anti-indigenous. So go back to the 80s, it was just racism. Straight up and down. They didn't it wasn't about who specific. It was racism, that's it. So now they've given the title of race to religions. So if you do something to a Christian, it's a racist act. If you do something to a Muslim, it's a racist act. Simple and plain. Another word. Oh, before before I go to my next word, I just want to say. When you say anti-black racism, you're demeaning in so much different ways. Number one, you're still giving us a name that was given to us by our slave masters, which is black. And I'll get into that later. Then you're going to say to us that racism against us doesn't matter as much because you specifically say anti-black so it's no longer important because you have to realize they are talking about they're only about their survival now I should say they are only about their survival they don't care about nobody else so everybody now is getting their own specific title now to show to try and show their dominance still even though they're dying off faster than anybody else on the planet which is another reason why they want to say that you know more black people are being killed off with this so-called corona than anybody else but get into that in another episode so whenever he's talking about anti-black it's it's a very very demeaning thing and and to see that to even see and hear my own people use that term Shows exactly how asleep they really are. They're not woke. Or if they want to say that they're woke, fine, say that you're woke. But you're still in bed. You haven't gotten out of bed yet. The next word, sorry. The next word is racialized. Now, this word is just as demeaning as anti-black. And I'll tell you why. When I hear racialized, 
I hear Africanized. Remember that? Africanized killer bees? Remember that? Okay. Do you even know why they even said that to begin with? Because before that, they would just say African killer bees. AU snap back after, you know, how many decades of saying that. And they finally said, no, you can't say that because you don't know that they are from Africa. You can't prove they're from Africa. So you got to stop saying that. So they switched to saying Africanized. So if it's savage, it's African is basically what they're saying. So you need to ask the question, if it's Africanized, what was it before? Because when the movie The Swarm came out in the 70s and 80s there, they never said African killer bees, they just said killer bees. So where did the African thing come into play? All right. So you hear racialized. I decided, let me look at some other ized words. So I looked up the word monetize or monetized. And basically the meaning says to put value to something. To make something valuable. To monetize money. Then I decided, you know what, let me look up another one. Just to solidify where my logic is taking me. And I looked up the word magnetize. To make magnetic. Okay. Magnetized. Something that was made magnetic. Okay then. So. If I'm racialized. That means I was made a race. Okay. So what was I before? Or I was made racial. (laughs) But what was I before? I guess you're going to say I was savage. Because of the way that you keep showing black people with the hair unkept when they're children. On the TV commercials. Unintelligent. Right? I just showed a, a friend of mine. White woman. Known her for 30 odd years. And she was asking about um, the stereotype with Nubians and watermelons. So I broke it down to her and then I, I showed her a postcard. I let her know that this was a postcard showing the, ra- the racism toward, and the stereo- stereotype towards Nubians and eating watermelons. And she just freaked out. <laughs> and didn't know. I was like, you know, so just to, just to let you know. Racialized? No. Now, the thing is, there are, there's, there's a couple of words where uh, 
some people probably get upset, but just bear with me here. Now, the first word, Africa. The reason why? Because that wasn't the original name of the continent, and that is a name that wasn't chosen by us. Africa is a word that means to separate and divide. So, <laughs> I don't bother with that. I just say the motherland. Because it was the Berlin Conference of 1884 where it got the, the continent got divided up into these little countries. And when you look at the colonization, Portuguese, French, Spanish, British. So, I don't like to use the word Africa. Another one is black. Some, I can't believe some people still don't know this. Well, actually, I should. I should. I should. I should. Black is not a color, people. It's not a color because it's a combination of every color in the spectrum. Now, if you look at each color in the spectrum, you'll see that each of them have its own frequency. The slowest one is red. Which is why that's one of the first colors you see in a rainbow. The fastest, the highest frequency is violet or purple. Which is why you don't really see that color in a rainbow. With all those frequencies put together, it gives the it gives black supreme balance. And seeing that each color also carries a mood or a certain emotion, you put it all together, it cancels each other out. So black not only becomes supreme balance. It also becomes absent of mood. If you look at almost every space movie that has ever come out and you see people in outer space, how many movies do you first see them laughing and whatever? And then how many times do you see everybody straight blank faced just looking into outer space? Then you'll see what I'm talking about. Because that's what black does. It's absence of mood. So if you fly into outer space, you don't know what to feel. Because you're just seeing black with a bunch of lights. So, this is the thing that... If you want to keep your power for your causes. If you want to keep... Even your mental self... You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to keep that strong, 
Like, keep some of these words out of your vocabulary. People, people will look at you differently. I guarantee you. You talk a conversation, you don't mention any of those words. They look at you completely different. I guarantee you this. How would I? How can I guarantee this? Because it's happened to me already. Yes, I am outside. Sorry about that, but yeah, I'm outside. I like to be one with nature. I don't like to be cooped up inside. You know, some episodes I'll probably be inside, but I love being outside. I like being with nature. It, it gives me, it gives me bliss. That's the best way I can say it. It gives me bliss. And so what I'm saying is, you gotta keep these words out of your vocabulary. And I'll guarantee you, they'll look at you differently. I had a conversation with a sister. And um, I was talking, I was talking about the bleaching thing. I was talking about the weave. I was talking about the sagging pants and the messed up haircuts and all that. And And not once did I mention any of these words. And like she couldn't even overstand the conversation properly. She couldn't help but use some of those words. And so the conversation didn't last as long as it should have. So make sure your circle is in the same type of vocabulary arena as you are. So at least you can have meaningful conversations. There's one symbol I see going around and it's changing the narrative and you guys don't even know it and that's the the left-handed black fist that black lives matter is posting all over the place that doesn't represent us as nubians and as people of the african diaspora right there's a reason why the phrase is called the right hand of justice you know it's it's not us that's why everybody's looking at John Carlos right now. Because he's the one that had the right fist up in the 1968 Olympics. And you, I have talked to a brother the other day about, um, talked to a brother online the other day about the black fist and I put up a post saying, you know, the right fist, like this is what you should be putting up and our brother DM me and was trying to without saying it straight out he's trying to say that I'm a troublemaker and that um, you know why why do why do I always dis- disrupt and disturb what's what's right and what's good <laughs> And I said to him, because what your opinion is of what's right and what's good is always wrong. I don't go by opinion. If I don't know, I just don't know. If it's important for me to go seek to know, I'll go find out so I do know. But if I know something, I'll back it up. No problem. Because that's what knowledge is. Knowledge is, knowledge is something that you can use facts to back up with, right? That's truth. Now, 
for me, I, I, I prefer the right-handed fist. It's been, that's been used from as far back as the motherland, even before the Black Panthers, from as far back as the motherland. And so I prefer to use that. Anything to do with, with BLM, I basically stay away from that altogether. And so with that, I say thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. And yes, there will be future episodes. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.